Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts about it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this time, this time we're closing it out, baby. We're coming to the end of Life is Strange, True Colors, chapters four and five, and this time, I think, I think this will be one episode. Feels like it'll probably be one episode. We'll make that judgment call part of the way through. But we're going to talk about chapters mm-hmm. four and five. Once again, Life is Strange, developed by Deck Nine, published by Square Enix, came out on September 10th, 2021. You can pick it up on pretty much anywhere you would get games. Uh, and I, I think it actually might not be out on Switch yet. I don't know. It might be. Uh, and you can pick it up for 60 bucks. The whole game is out. We are talking about these last two chapters now. If you have not listened to our previous episodes, go back, check those out. We did a solo episode for one, two, and three. So, yeah, but good if time you to just want to hear our thoughts about the ending, you can just start here. Yeah, I guess That's if you're fine. like, hey, I don't give a shit about those, but I'm really curious how you felt about some of those end sequences, then pff, you're in the right place because we, we're going to talk about them. Yeah, and I, we already have. We record this in reverse order. <laughs> yep, it's that's why the intros are always so weird. It's because we record them after talking for two hours, so we yep. never know what... Well, I guess we would know exactly what we're getting ourselves into at that point. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Duncan, yeah. do we want to talk about generally how we felt about Chapters 4 and Chapters 5? I have a couple, I have like one or two thoughts from, from the Twitterverse for later in the episode from people who had thoughts or questions about it, um, but do we want to talk, generally speaking, about how we felt about uh, the Chapters 4 and 5 of the Collective? No spoilers. No. Okay, well then, let's dive right <laughs> into Yeah, no, last time, last time I got my ass put on a grill, okay. you know, I've got the marks. You got your ass put on a grill because you were like, I don't even remember, you were like, what if it's a bird on a grill or something? I don't remember, you said some, you, oh no, you did the good, good, bad, good, good, bad yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 fuck off, yeah, yeah, Was yeah. I not gonna yeah. grill you for that? No, you were supposed to smile and nod your head like any good friend. What? I look. I was doing that the whole time you were talking about it, and but nobody could see because it's a podcast. And then right. my mouth opened, and I lost control of my body, and it said mean things to you. Right? No, no. They were they were perfectly justified. I think Good. this I was a really nice. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I feel like this is a really nice wrap up of the game for the most part. I think there's some some big missteps in some places that we'll get into, mm-hmm. but overall, I'm still like. I'm still vibing with this one. I'm happy with it still. Uh, I do think chapter four was criminally short. I think this whole game was actually kind of criminally short for $60. Um, if that matters to you, then, you know, to, to be care- cautious of that. I, you know, breaking it out into these chunks and, you know, playing it over this course of time, it doesn't feel that bad. Um, but I don't know. It just feels very, very short in comparison. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. But anyways. You uh, might be wrong on that one. I honestly don't know. It, it's, I've got like nine and a half hours in it or something like that. Okay. I'm going to look up the how long to beat between them while you share your, your general thoughts on it. Holy but shit. I have 15.4 hours in Life is Strange 1 and 15.4 hours in Life is Strange 2. Okay. So um, Life is Strange True Colors. Main story is 10 hours. The original game is 14 Life is Strange 2 is 16 hours, and Before the Storm is 10. Okay, Before the Storm is the same duration as True Colors. So here's what I will say about that, because I do agree that it it, it did feel short at points, 
but also it didn't feel padded out. There was not like, in Life is Strange 1 and in Life is Strange 2, there's things I can point to that was like, hey, the game would be better if they got rid of that sequence, right? The That's game would true. be better if I didn't have to walk around a junkyard for 30 minutes picking up bottles. Like, mm, you know, and I don't yeah, feel but like... Yeah, we're still talking about it, though. That's true. It's not necessarily <laughs> a good thing, but it is true. Um, I, I don't feel like True Colors had too much of that. I do, I do agree. I, I think there was... Chapter 4 specifically was a little short, which is why we're probably uh, not getting this full episode. Excuse um, me? Wavelengths is three hours? Excuse me? That's not that surprising. That's longer I mean, it's a than DLC. any it's, of the chapters. Yeah, it's a DLC, though. If it's trying to tell a full story, it better be longer than any of the chapters. Maybe I that's where it's... they crammed all the bullshit. <laughs> it's just it's like 10 minutes of narrative and then three two-hour games or whatever. Um, How yeah. did you feel about it all together? Generally, I, I think I, I land in the same place as you. There are some missteps. Um, in chapter five and, and a little bit in chapter four, but I liked it. I liked the characters. I think some of the directions that they went with were good. I think uh, our assessment of the power in chapter one and how cool it was and how interesting it was what they were doing with it was fucking wrong. They went the opposite direction. But I do think that overall I liked the characters and the writing enough. I think the writing is like a step above what Life is Strange has previously been for the most part. Uh, yeah, that I, I I was along for the ride and and happy with it and happy with my time and I would happily play another game by by Deck Nine. So, Fuck overall, yeah. pretty good. But we got a lot to fucking get through because Chapter Five was a lengthy one. So, uh, unless you have anything else, we should probably hop into this bad boy. No, no, let's go ahead. Uh, who <laughs> who should start reading reading about Flicker Chapter Four? Why don't you start? Okay. I, there was going to be more to that sentence, but I decided not to say it. So why That's don't you fine. start? <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to start chapter four with Alex and her apartment getting ready for that spring festival. Um, if you remember from last chapter, if you're just listening along with us, we had just discovered that Typhon, the mining company, had set off two explosions, um, one off in, you know, the mine where uh, our brother, or near the mine where our brother died, and then another one in a distant place um, where some some miners had died in the past. Uh, so we kind of um, d- decide that we are going to give this USB stick to the police, um, to Pike specifically, because he's the only police officer we know in the town. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's this... so cool with the way that he jokes about arresting you early on. How could you not trust him? Right, right. Um, and um, and also that, that USB contained the call that proves that Gabe did make that call before uh, going to the mine. Um, mm-hmm. And Mac had said, yeah, you're good. So... Um, you know, now is not the time to worry about that, though. Uh, Pike is going to come around later, uh, but right now we are going to go enjoy the Spring Festival, which I guess was, like, a thing that people did around here to, like, court people for mating, uh, but they no longer do that. It's well, just, you just do roses. No, no possible way you could have said that less romantically. <laughs> Hey, they, they made it sound... mating. They, they made it sound very, very, um... Like Kate, like Neanderthal esque. <laughs> like okay, all right. I did um, not feel quite that level, but you 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 are right. Um, um, yeah. So so they don't do that anymore. They just chill out, play some music, and uh, they have roses that you can give to other people, which is nice. So 
Um, you go to that festival, socialize with some people, meet up with Steph and Ryan, who talk a big game about this band that's going to be playing. Ooh, mm. Who's the band? Who could it be? There's a drum set. You can kind of read the emotions of the drum set, get that Steph's, uh, and that she's had some fun times playing that. Uh, drum set and uh, just kind of socialize with the people around the town um so whether that be eleanor riley ducky all, any of those characters um i didn't do too much of this to be honest i was, I was gonna ask how many of these moments you actually got because at least riley and ducky were significant little chunks it was not I just did, like one super short conversation i did eleanor um and it was a very awkward conversation, and, and and maybe it's what does kind of led me on the path to not talk to anyone else because, um, I I asked her, hey, are we gonna doing any drinking tonight? Because for some reason, like, uh, all of her conversation options, and she's just like mm-hmm. a party person randomly, and she's Hell like, yeah. yeah, body shots, <laughs> and like you're like, ha, yeah, yes, <laughs> and then there's a long awkward silence, and then she goes, I'm kidding, dear. Or am I? <laughs> okay. I'm good. I'm good so now. Weird. I did like that she was, you know, if you walk up to her and just listen to her dialogue with other people before you, like, engage in it, she's, like, making fun of, like, some guy who was like, yeah, I'm probably going to call it a night pretty soon here. I'm kind of tired. And she's like, in my day, the spring festival, you didn't go to bed until everyone was drunk or shacking up with somebody. <laughs> and then, like, anyway, and he was like, well, that must have been a long time ago. And she's like, I'm talking about last year. <laughs> and I I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of endearing. But then when you talk to her, it's like, well, this is a weird energy. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is odd. And you can, you can get the connection to... Um to Riley through that I just I just didn't really look for because the game kind of kind of speeds up in a way where it's like oh you gave the rose welcome to the next segment Mm -hmm. um so anything interesting out of those other two so I you know I don't know obviously your Riley scene would be very different from mine Mm -hmm. um so I I I thought it was interesting you do have to like it the game doesn't really I think telegraph very well that this scene is even an option because you do have to like actually leave the party. And it, I kept waiting to like hit an invisible wall or force me to turn back because that's just kind of how the scene was designed, but you don't, you can like walk around and, you know, engage with the people in town and everything and see the, the conclusion to all the different story arcs that have been going on this whole time with these one-off characters where the ice cream shop is finally doing well. And the, the couple that was dancing around being together, you finally tell them that they would be a cute couple and then they get together and it's a bunch of bullshit like that. Um, but I like the scene with Riley because for me, she was just like standing on the other side of the bridge that you come into town. <clears throat> like not, you know, just standing next to the street. And when you talk to her, she talks about how, you know, because again, in mine, she is not going to college because she chose to stay and help Eleanor at the flower shop. And she talks about how, you know, this was the the spot in the night where the bus was supposed to pick her up to take her to, you know, off to college, you know, out of town and everything like that, and how it just feels so, you know, heavy and, and difficult of a choice to make, and how it seems weird how little that, you know, that little decision and that little bus could change your life and everything like that. And it's, you know, a sweet little scene, and then you just tell her that she's making a good choice and being a good daughter and everything like that. So it's not like, you know, it didn't, change my view of the character it didn't make or break the episode but it was nice it was a a sweet little conclusion to that story i thought um Mm. i imagine it would just go in the opposite direction for me where it's just like oh 
you, you know, you're you're off to college. I can't wait. You know, you you got a lot going ahead of you and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so the ducky oh, scene was good. Did you get that one? That one no. could technically happen later, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you can find him in the the Black Lantern. That's the name of it, right? The bar. It's the Black mm-hmm. Lantern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find him kind of in the back area, uh, like sad and drinking by himself, and then you can talk to him and you know read his emotions because he's really sad and everything and you kind of come to find out that he was at one point married to a woman from haven springs and she has since passed away and you know the spring festival was like a really important time it's where they met it's where they got engaged and everything and you sort of get used to that and then find a song that they liked and you can play it on the jukebox and then dance with him and it makes him feel good and good enough to you know go out and engage with everybody again and it's, it's it's a nice Man, that scene. makes me feel bad yeah it was like a, it was a genuinely a good scene but like it was literally hidden like you had to go into yeah. the black lantern past the staircase that you're supposed to go up to continue and find him like behind a wall at a bar and i was like oh that's really easy to miss but it was a really good scene that's kind of cool i mean that that's something you'd, i feel like you don't get very often with these games where it's kind of like everything's in such a contained space and that's i guess that's just why i didn't explore because i'm like well this is my, this is a circle. There's, it, it, it's built, the festival's mm-hmm. built like a circle. And I'm like, that's as far as I can go. I'm sure there's an invisible wall there. So huh, yep. that's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. um, Pads out the length of the episode a little bit also. Yeah. Yeah. So after you kind of, um, you know, take your time walking around, you decide who to give your rose to. You can give it to either Ryan or Stephanie or whatever. I gave mine to Stephanie because that was my binary choice I made. Um, I do think it's just Steph. I don't think she's ever once called Steph. Oh, sorry. That's a <laughs> bad habit. Um, it's good. It's good. Uh, you can also, I'm pretty sure, choose to give it to nobody. That's true. Um, which is the right choice, but it's not what either one of us did. We both gave it to Steph because, of it's course, not, we did. It's not the right choice. It's just a decent choice for the way that the romance... If you can't tell, we're not a huge fan of the the, the romance options in this game. Not that... I, I listen, Ryan and Steph, they're fine, fine people. Just no one's good enough for Alex. You know what I, I don't mean? buy it. I don't buy them. I don't buy the connection. You know? Right. Like we said last episode, I buy Alex as a really engaging character who can be like fun and flirtatious. I don't buy Ryan or Steph being able to match that energy at all. No, no. But I think they're a good friend group. But I was interested to see how they did the romance option. So I gave it to Steph as well. Exactly. Good, good. Out of the two, that's what I would choose, I guess. Yeah, um, the community agrees. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> so uh, we gave it to Steph, um, and you know she's she's flattered by it and wants to talk to you afterwards on the rooftop. Uh, so you get together for the band, um, and they're like, "Hey, you know, Alex is like, who's who's playing?" So I'm like, this finally tell me. <laughs> I'm so excited to know. And they both look really nervous. And it does that that movie thing where you get a, a a really quick cut to Alex standing with her acoustic guitar, looking <laughs> just not happy or thrilled at all, and then being like, "Well, if we told you, you definitely would have chickened out." And um, this is a nightmare scenario for me. <laughs> I, I I I hate this so much, but I'm so happy it works out well for them. Um, mm-hmm. As, it's so you know. fun i love that cut so much it's such a you know like wait who's playing guys guys who's playing and then it's just a totally <laughs> separate background and she's holding a guitar immediately but like the camera doesn't change from her face so it's uh it's such a good cut i actually laughed out loud at that point yeah yeah i i had a big smirk on my face so you uh you know 
you're like, oh god, fuck, fuck, I hope this doesn't suck. And then you play a 100% perfect <laughs> version of um, uh, Blister in the Sun, uh, which Alex has notated here, obviously by the Violet Femmes, covered by MXM Tune. So yes, that is, that is uh, somebody commented on our first episode, I think, where we were calling out the voice actress for how good of a job she did on singing what was in the first uh, creep i creep. think yep. in the first and we were like oh she does an incredible job which uh, you know obviously was incredibly well done but it was not actually the voice actress who did the oh, singing what? erica mori does the speaking mxx mxm tune uh amaya i believe m-a-i-a is the one who does the singing for all of that i believe so i feel um, betrayed I also feel betrayed, but GeekMonkey97 made sure to comment on that and let us know, and I Thank promised you. we would adjust for clarification in the future. Which, if that's true, which I'm assuming it is, because I don't know why they would lie to us, but uh, <laughs> ex- extremely, extremely well done cover of her voice, because it sounded just like her. But either way, yeah, uh, just a fucking note-perfect acoustic fun cover of Blister in the Sun that Steph is then like, oh, I know how to play the drums exactly to this. I got it. No problem. Like, oh, well, that went better than anyone in the world ever could have hoped for. This is literally a dream. (laughs) This is like, you think of this in your head and be like, man, it'd be so cool if I was cool enough to do something like that. And fucking no, it never happened. But this this is the scene. This is the scene before the teacher taps Alex on the shoulder and goes, wake up, wake up, (laughs) turn in your test. (laughs) This is no shit. Not like genuinely and truly not a joke. Things that I legitimately daydreamed about walking back from classes in college where I would walk (laughs) like down the quad and I would like hear I would be listening to music. I think I was listening to like fucking um sink into me by wow who sings that uh something sunday taking back sunday i believe mm-hmm. um and i would just imagine myself like oh what if i was just like on a stage somebody passed me a guitar and i just fucking sang it note perfect and i like you know the girl i had a crush on i like invited her up on the stage and danced <laughs> alongside and like this this uh, was that scene but supposedly it actually happened in the game I don't want to perform. I just want to be. I just want to be called on the stage. You know. You just, I just want, want to be pulled on the stage. You just want to sort of stand next to it and go, "This is fun," and then feel really awkward. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to show off my perfect dance skills. Uh, so <laughs> after that, you go back to the roof, um, who to meet whoever you got the rose from. Like, let's just be honest. It's both Stephanie for us. Steph. Fuck Steph for us. Um, and she has a big question for you. Um, and an announcement. She is going to be leaving Haven Springs. What? This was a shock for me. I did not think they would be they would be pulling this. I don't know why I didn't think it, but but it it did kind of surprise me. Um, and so you kind of have a, I I kind of like this option where you can be like, oh my god, that's great, or be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I said that. Did you say that? I said this is great because I was like, oh, put on a brave face, you know? Like, don't, I don't want to shit on the fact that she's doing something and following her dreams, you know? Yeah, and I, I, I was thinking the same. I just kind of wanted to see how they handled the scene, so mm-hmm, I did that. Mm-hmm, and, Your and famous they... sort of way of playing this game where you push it <laughs> on the edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of a, a, a mad hacker uh, uh, tip-tapping away at this game's code. Um, <laughs> and I'm doing all the moves they don't expect. I'm playing this insane game of chess. Uh, so 
they actually handle it very well. Uh, it, it's just like she does not like do the thing where you're like, whoa, 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 Alex, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Where they take the two steps too far. She's just like very like disappointed, but bounces back because she's a human being, not a mm -hmm. computer. Mm -hmm. That's a binary <laughs> thing where you make a choice and then now you just hate this character. Um, so I was really happy about that, actually. It's yeah. a minor thing, but. I mean, the, again, the the writing in this game tends to feel much more human than the previous ones did. I mm -hmm. feel like, yeah. And so you bounce back. She shows you three postcards, um, and she's like, "Hey, where should I go?" Um, and you can pick one of the three. I picked the middle of the ocean because I was of course you like fucking did sarcastic of piece you of did. shit. You're just uh, trying to make all the choices they don't expect, just pushing at the edges. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, I did Salem, Massachusetts, and I think the other one is like somewhere in Germany. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and then you can kind of just joke around or talk about where you're going to be. And then she says, hey, you know, well, this is going to be a thing for me. Do you want to come with me? And you're like, that's a lot to think about. Mm hmm. So let's talk about this for a while, because I do yeah. want to zoom yeah. in on this. And, and to be clear, you get a, a choice immediately after that that's like, hey, do you hug or kiss Steph after right, that? Right, right. Which uh, I think is like, I hugged her because at that point I was like, Haha, no, I'm going to stay here where I have a community for the first time in my life. Right, right, yeah. I, I, I gave her the smooch because I'm like, fucking, I don't care. Just just go all in, you know? Go all yeah. in. Uh, I was not hacking the game at that time. No, at that uh, point you were taking it for super serious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, this was a this is an interesting scene. You know, I, I think we can talk at large about the the whole let's call it lighthearted half of this episode. But I, I really do feel like this particular scene is the the core of the uh, you know emotional arc of this episode. Um, yeah, I just and we we talked about this a little bit over text, and, and I get it, but I just anytime that these these stories move at such a quick pace in this poor this I don't want to call her a poor girl because that's 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 I don't know, that doesn't feel right. But this this person that has gone through all this shit, and like you said, like, no, I, I have a community here for once, has been here for one month, one calendar month, and a little <laughs> bit more and change, and is being asked to move out and go, like, just leave again. And I'm just like, God damn, that's fast. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And and I and you had expressed that, and I think it, it bothered me a little less because it was like, yeah, okay, I can see that, though, right? Like, I, you know, your introduction to Steph has her talking about how she's super excited to, like, go to Denver for this LARP, and you know that she, like, you know, used to play music, and this is not a big enough town to support, like, a, you know, for them to become a big, you know, band or whatever. And so you could tell that's kind of always in her heart. So I always got the impression that this was a, you know, like a stop on the road for her, that this wasn't going to be where she settled down. So it wasn't a shock when she said that, but it was like, okay, but, like, you do understand the amount of trauma that Alex went through in the past, like, two months, right? Like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot yeah. happening. You're uncovered. Like, you're asking her to leave while she's still in the middle of trying to solve this issue, uncovering the murder of her brother. Like, it is. It, it feels like the wrong time. Tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I liked it, though. Like, I like Steph as a character doing that. Like, it makes sense for me. I also did not think, you know, I don't think of her as the most, like, emotionally tuned-in character that Life is Strange has ever had. So, 
I think That's it's true. fine. But I, I, it did, you know, it was definitely like, it took me from, you know what, I'm going to commit to this romance option just to see what it'd be like, just to know what it'd be like to, oh, you know what, I'm actually probably not going to do that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, um, uh, once you're done with that rooftop scene, you head downstairs back for some reason. I think you just want to go back to the party or something along the, oh no, 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 Pike is actually ready to, uh, to, to get in contact with you. I thought you ran into him. Uh, so You've um you've got the uh the USB drive in hand and uh Pike is there and he's not looking so cheery or happy and he's like, Hey, you're like, hey, you know, I've got all that information for you. And uh he says, um, no, this is uh you need to come with me to the uh to the station. And you quickly realize that you are being arrested. Um <laughs> shocker i know (laughs) telling a police officer that you have a usb drive with vital information about a uh, a multi-million dollar company shocking (laughs) but Mm -hmm. anyways so you go to the police station you're being uh interrogated and um pike is kind of like he he's just straight up scared you're getting that 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 purple aura from him um as you uh hear him out you're telling him like, no, they're they're up to some shit. Have you even looked at the drive? What are you doing? And um, it turns out that you are being sued for computer fraud, possibly for stealing and accessing that USB drive. Again, big shock. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might go to jail for this. Um, you know, you are offered a um, uh, a agreement that if you withhold all that information you can, um, you know, be, those charges would go away, and, uh, you know, but if you don't sign it, you're definitely going to, you know, get that jail time, because, you know, they have all these lawyers, all this money, there's no way you're going to be able to defend yourself against stealing uh, a piece of hardware and and accessing it password protected. Um, So, you are also given uh, files that Typhon has on you, uh, through through just kind of a conversation of of Pike trying to convince you to sign the document that like gives a threat level of you know both you Alex, um, uh, uh, Steph and Ryan depending on like you know their closeness to things or how resourceful they are, um, mm-hmm. and information about what they've been looking up, um, on the internet. Uh, so this is kind of another big choice whether I uh, whether you sign or do not sign mm-hmm. the document, but it's not really a sign or don't sign. It is maybe I can take Pike's fear away, or I can get him to, or, or I can just sign the NDA and get over with it. So yeah. and to be clear, Pike is basically saying he's implying here, like, hey, this is you know obviously you'll probably go to jail, but also if you keep fighting this, like they will actually kill you like they will kill you and make you disappear so like yeah that's part of the reason he's afraid is he's like hey if i stand up to them with her i will probably be killed because he you know they've done it before right 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 so uh what did you choose here i did not think this was a particularly difficult choice for me because i think Story-wise, it didn't make sense for Alex to sign the document. It was like, okay, well, when it was, you know, because the previous decision point in Chapter 3, the big one was, hey, do you take Charlotte's anger away 
because she like hates her son or do you let her live with that and for me it was like oh well you let her live with that because that's part of the grieving process and it's unnatural and who knows what that'll do to you but for this was like okay alex wouldn't have come this far and then chosen to give up right here right she kind of knew Mm -hmm. what she was getting herself into and i her as a character i don't see being the type of person to not take every opportunity she can to try and pursue you know this and try and figure out and and expose typhon for having killed her brother so i i didn't really think about this one too much i was just like yeah okay cool she takes pike's fear away like we're gonna do that and, and see also i just thought it would lead to a more interesting story like progression so sure. you know but i i am curious to see how this plays out otherwise well what tell me tell me how it plays out for you so i know because I, I i chose to sign it because i asked you which one you picked because mm-hmm. i wanted to pick the opposite because i'm like i would like to hear how both of these play out and you know it does it's not like a big bombastic thing it's more or less what you would expect right she does the thing to take his fear away and then doesn't really have much of a reaction to that and then convinces him to take another look at it and he sort of you know just agrees to do it and says he's willing to do it now and he just doesn't you know it's clear that he is acting a little differently but it's nothing huge and the only as far as i could tell the only repercussion of this is when alex gets back to her apartment at some point she also has the thing where you know she then experiences that fear kind of like when she experienced charlotte's anger for you um but it was just, it was like, super momentary in her going, like, oh, like, what if they are doing all of this? And what if I am going to die? And what if I put my friend's lives in day? But then she shakes it off, and it never comes up again. Okay. And she's alone at that point, so it doesn't impact her relationship with anybody either. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that reminds me. There's two things I wanted to talk about uh, that actually happened in this chapter um, for, for after you take um, Charlotte's anger away. Is you, in the apartment, I have one of her statues. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I clicked on it. And she just screams. It's just like, I fucking hate you. And then I'm like, whoa, like it actually scares the shit out of me. And, I, and she's like, oh, my God, I, I got to learn how to control that. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was scary. Uh, uh, so that was really effective. But I also had a scene with Charlotte. I forgot I did as well. And I was curious how that played out differently. Dude, it's really sad. She is like she's like an emotional vegetable essentially. Like like she is just very very like how deep do you think the uh lake is? And like just very kind of it just doesn't sound like she has much of anything for like thought process essentially and it, it, it's just very strange like like I don't know. I, I, I kind of forgot about some of the specifics. I wish I could remember those, but it was just a very odd scene where Alex is clearly like, are you doing okay? And she's like, okay, but not all there. Um, Which made me actually feel like, you know what? I want to sign this because I am scared what I am doing to people <laughs> by mm, taking their mm-hmm. emotions away. Um, That's there has interesting. to be another way. That is really interesting. Yeah. I see that makes me feel very justified in not taking her anger away because my my scene with Charlotte also had her, you know, it, you know, still, I'm assuming it was the same thing on the dock kind of after the Mm -hmm. festival. Um, You know, it had her apologizing for how she acted and was like, hey, I was really shitty to you, which I like the dialogue. She's like, hey, I was really shitty to you. and, And you can choose to be like, no, no, you weren't. And she's like, well, then I must suck at it because I was trying to be really shitty to you. 
<laughs> uh, which I thought was funny. But, you know, it, it's kind of... Um, there's some reconciliation between the two of you of her apologizing and recognizing, like, hey, this is just really, really difficult for me. And then, you know, you, you get, at least with the dialogue options I chose, one of those nice scenes where it's, you know, she tries, you know, because she talks about how Alex was really built up in her head by Gabe and how she wanted everything to be perfect and how it just all went so bad and, and how she is putting that on Alex, even though it's not her fault, and expresses the idea of, like, hey, I wish things weren't like this. I wish they were different, right? Um, and then you kind of, you know, accept that and, and accept her and acknowledge that, like, yeah, but I understand things aren't different. And then you just have a nice scene where you, like, hold each other on the like, and then eventually she leaves. Which, I will say, this was the all-time worst scene transition because it was, like, a well-done emotional moment and the scene ends like, you don't even get her walking away after, you know, emotional music plays or whatever. You don't, like, get her walking away and then you get a little tone that's like, oh, you have a new text message. Like, the scene hard cuts to a text message opening up from Steph being like, hey, come meet me on the roof. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, that, all right, cool. That's a weird way to end that scene, but. They do that a couple times in, in the game, I feel like, where they just end things at very bizarre times. They don't let things hold very long. Yeah, I don't know why they do that, but I am. So, what happens when you sign the the like the affidavit or whatever? It's pretty much you sign it, and then Pike goes, "Ooh, thank God, thank God!" <laughs> and then he takes it and he says, "You're free to go." That's pretty much everything that happens. It is actually kind of cool because you get to see the purple, like the fear aura, like slither back into him, like like oh, as he okay. is relieved, um, which is kind of cool. Then so he takes. I'm assuming he keeps the USB stick, but does not. Right. Like, gotcha. Because then he also keeps it in mind, obviously. But he says, "Like, okay, I'll look into it." Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "You're making the right choice, basically." And uh, which also, she not fucking copy the files onto her computer or some shit. What okay. F- why is this? Why does this matter? You should not. If you have a USB stick full of the information that's going to incriminate a company for killing your brother, maybe don't keep it all only on one USB stick. Now that we have some of the emotions out of here, I want to talk logistics. Okay. Why the fuck would you go to pike with this that's the dumbest decision ever it's literally one of my my least favorite choices that alex has ever made in this whole thing it makes no Mm. sense it makes no sense what do you think she should have done i i mean maybe leaked this information in a different way like like you know i mean i feel like there is ways to disperse that information to sort of get the public you know, like public knowledge of this happening or something like that to out there without going to the police directly for it. Because you can see the Facebook post of this person of, of I forgot mm-hmm. her name, uh, missing the USB stick, right? Like she said, she's yeah. looking for it. She's going to let the police know about it. No, duh. So if you yeah. say, hey, I took a pol- I took a USB stick from someone, obviously it can't be used as evidence. <laughs> like that's a simple Google search away of can stolen goods be used as evidence? No. Yeah. Right. That like, is true. That is very I, true. I just feel like this is the wrong path to go down or, oh, okay, maybe don't even leak the information. Go, oh my God, there is a second blast. We should investigate that other mine, right? Like, mm-hmm. it feels like you could have gone to the police with something else other than a stolen USB drive. 
You know what I mean? And, and I get it needs to happen so the plot goes the particular way that it does. Yeah. But, but you, it's I mean, just you like... You could go to the fucking news with it or something and have them run a story on it that blasts Siphon or whatever. But yeah, I, I agree. This was a stupid decision on her part. Yeah, and I get it, you know, people in their early 20s make stupid decisions. and yeah, Especially and, and when you're that far over your head. Exactly, and it's like, she 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 has justice in mind instead of, like, logic, where it's just like, and it comes up in the conversations, it's like, no, this is how it should be. They should go down for what they did. And he's like, yeah, I know, but we can't use this as evidence, like. That's mm-hmm. not how this works. Um, so it makes sense for the character. It was just very frustrating because I'm like, Alex, you are so stupid. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Also, so. why did she not like once she had the information, why would she not copy the files to her computer and then like shove yeah. the USB stick in like the seat on the bar and then text Diane and be like, oh, you, you looks like I found it. It was just under something at the bar. And exactly. then she wouldn't have known that people stole it. Like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of bad decisions. A lot of bad decisions made. Yeah, I mean, you could you could get the file of the of the phone call, like just drag the file and be like, "Hey, I found this from calling the phone company or whatever." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Anyways, but point being, let's move on with the story that was stupid decision making, but it was also just a, you know, yeah. do you want trope me to, to move the story forward? I mean, you may as well. It's one okay. more scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you get a note, you go back to your up to your apartment after the, 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 the police scene, and you see a note uh asking Jed asking you to come down, um, you know, just to chat about things. Good old bar owner father figure Jed Lucan. Uh, Jed Everyone's Lucan. favorite. Everyone's favorite Jed Lucan. Town so, hero. Town <laughs> Yeah, you're really not making this uh this obvious at all. A photography teacher. Hold on, no way, I'm gonna No <laughs> no Alex <laughs> around the edge of their seat <laughs> so you go downstairs and um and you're talking you know jed's like hey you know uh i uh i saw what happened there what uh you know what happened to you and you explain that you got arrested and you know that you stole the usb stick and he's like yeah i had a feeling you guys were up to something but you know he knows he states that he knows what's going on with typhon um that uh you know he does know about the second blast he has been you know holding back this information and that he is you know he's thinking about sharing it essentially and you're like what is it what like what could it possibly be please tell me she he has her at this like peak moment of just like desperation to know and he said you know i'll do you one better than telling you i'll show you okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not a red flag yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you uh, drive with him uh, to the second mine, and um, you know he says it's right here in this big fucking hole. And then that that music from The Godfather is playing in the background. <laughs> and then he uh, he pulls out a pistol, and uh, he's like, "Hey, why did you have to go digging? Why did you have to go so deep? You could have mm-hmm. just had a good life, but you had to dig deeper." Um, and, and then he, uh, you, you can tell him to try and put the gun down, but, uh, he, he, he shoots, um, you fall backwards into the mine shaft, uh, falling, uh, about probably, I would say 30 to 60 feet. You uh, fall pretty, I mean, there's a bunch of beams kind of cross-section across the mine shaft that you're hitting that, like, you mm-hmm. hit and then fall down and hit and then fall down, but you fall pretty far. And, and 
Critically, Jed says before he shoots you that he made a mistake a number of years ago and the kind of mistake you can't come back from and it has to stay hidden. Right. So you know yes. that he's like, he's not just working for Typhon, he's covering up for himself too, whatever it is. Right. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you, um, and then you kind of like enter a weird, like, blue ocean kingdom heart space for some reason okay did i'm looking at that because that's written in our document did you write that or did i write that i wrote that i felt that way but i did want to write it because it felt too on the nose but it's (laughs) wicked a kingdom hearts shot yeah 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 it is exactly a a in the middle of the ocean kingdom hearts shot um Mm -hmm. uh, which is very odd um I, i liked it as an artistic choice yeah i did as well i this is one of those where I'm like, please, like, at this point, I was kind of hoping for them to just pull out all the stops and do something very, very, very bizarre. And we'll get into it in chapter five. Um, But what were your feelings coming out of this? Were you like, yeah, she's definitely alive, but shouldn't be? Because that's how I felt. Yeah, I mean, so it's very clear that when he shoots you, it like grazes your face, which, spoiler alert in chapter five, not really gonna talk about the bullet ever um which is weird but yeah she falls enough that it's like oh that from that first fall before she hits a beam she should have broken her spine or something like that like she's not i i know that she's going to be alive because there's another chapter of this but she definitely should not be alive yeah and i was kind of hoping for like a weird sort of i i think it would be a really cool move to say hey, Alex is dead, but there is, like, some sort of, like, emotional, metaphysical, like, space that that kind of, like, changes the game completely. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that would be kind of a cool twist to to actually, yeah. you know, have died from something like that uh, uh, in the game. But, but, you know, they did not do that. But I, no. I thought it was, I don't know. I, I, was, I get that I was, they had to get her in the nine. But I was mad that I was surprised that it was Jed. Cause right, like, right. You, you and I were talking after, and I think you said your significant other had called it much earlier, but like after the fact, we were both like, it's so fucking obvious that he was evil. Like He is an overly good male character in Life is Strange <laughs> who is not a romantic interest and is there for all the chapters. Of course he's the fucking bad guy. And is like, also older than you. <laughs> and is also older, and also in chapter three, he plays the good king that becomes the villain at the end. Like right. It's two on the nose. It's two on the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah when, when he became the villain... All thoughts of him becoming the twist villain were out of the door. I was, I didn't think that would be possible. And um, do you even, she even has a line at the beginning of chapter four where you can look at a crown hanging in the bar and she's like, wow, Jed really liked playing that villain role. He fell into it so naturally. And it's <laughs> like, oh, fuck. In retrospect, I'm really mad that I wrote it off when it was so odd. Because I had just, like, like, you, like you said, I just wrote it off. I was like, no, like, it's too, it's too much. They wouldn't do that. That's not the story they're telling. And then it was the story they're telling. And I was like, I'm getting like, it's uncomfortably close to Life is Strange 1 at even some of the shots and the way they're framed. But yeah, you know. I mean, at the very least, at least the way that that the villain gets the main character to the place that they are mm-hmm. going to kill them is different um, or do whatever and- sick machinations the teacher was doing which now that i think of oh my god i forgot i forgot about the photography room yeah that part was a little that part was dark that was really fucked up 
That was fucked. So here's the thing, and I at this point, obviously, spoilers for Life is Strange chapter or Life is Strange one. Like, I hope I hope that was obvious at the beginning, but we're we've already talked about it. Like, they do, and we'll talk more about this after chapter five. But I do think like the Mister Jefferson being the evil dude, like they leaned really far into like he's a fucked up, creepy psychopath. At least with Jed, they're like, hey, there's a rationale for this that's not necessarily strong enough, but like. He doesn't feel like a caricature of a teen drama character, right. which I, I think speaks to the quality. Like, I still don't necessarily like this twist um, for reasons that, again, I'll, I'll talk more about when we finish chapter five. But it was not like as bad, but I, I was very upset that I did not call it at the point when it happened. Yeah, I think I was so obsessed with the idea with of going to Typhon and everything like that that I just didn't consider this a possibility. So. I was too positive that the, the choice at the end of chapter five would be to reveal Typhon's secrets and destroy the town or not and save the town. Right. Like we had predicted every previous episode. And at this point, I knew that I was wrong and I was very upset. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, if this is the last, if this is the end of the episode, I don't, I don't know. It, pro- it probably won't be. This It would be like a 40, 45 minute episode. I think yeah. we're probably better off releasing like an like a two-hour episode than that. Because chapter five, there's a lot more to dig into. Do you think this will take... You think we'll be done in another hour with this content? Well, if this is the five. end of episode, then we'll we'll catch you all next week. And if it's not, then buckle <laughs> the fuck in. We're about to talk about some, some shit. Uh.